friends. I'm Melissa Pierce. And I'm Gabby. Lindsay. And we're so glad you joined us for episode three of the Hey Friend podcast. We are here because um, we recognize that one of the most important relationships that anybody can have is friends. Yeah. You need friends to talk about life with. Yeah. You need friends to process with. Yeah. You need people that um, you can lean on and depend on. And while this is a podcast, um, Gabby and I are actual friends friends. and um and we want to provide a place where you feel like even though you're listening to a podcast you're with friends yeah and so so good gabby tell us what we're going to be talking about today so today we're going to talk about finishing strong and um you know there's two more months left yeah um there's a lot going on in our world there's probably a lot going on in your personal inner world as well. And so um, finishing strong is what we want to talk about. So yeah. I have heard 2020 compared to a, a dumpster fire. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I've heard people, national like, like podcasters and people really just talk about how horrific this year has been. And, and and I know that the difficulty that we've all experienced through a global pandemic, through all of the crazy things that have happened this year, um, it has affected everybody mm-hmm. in some way, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like um, we've all had some type of negative circumstance, whether it's just sort of like riding the wave emotionally um, or maybe people listening have lost their jobs, mm-hmm. lost their income. Um, maybe someone they know has had COVID and really struggled with that. Someone's gone into the hospital that's a friend or a family member. Um, I know we've all had difficulty. Yeah. And there are a tremendous number of things um, that in 2020 that are out of our control. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. But I think today we're going to spend some time talking about the things that remain within our control and how, as you said, Gabby, we could make the last 60 days of this year be the best 60 days of this year. Yeah. Um, I believe that's possible. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we'll just dive in and yeah. we'll jump in and talk about, you know, some thoughts around that. Hmm. So we kind of talked about the thing about control. Right. Mm. So I don't, do you have any thoughts on um, what has felt out of control this year for yourself and probably for a lot of our listeners? Um, yeah, I think, you know, with COVID, I mean, obviously COVID is a huge um, discussion right now. Right. Um, but that kind of threw a wrench in anyone's plans anyone's year weddings graduations emotional trips just everything and so that kind of felt out of of control and then personally you know like uh going through like job transitions now that's been in my control but then there are some pieces that are a little bit out of control sure um or uh so job transitions one personally um I don't know yeah for you what I think just a sense that like can't go anywhere, you know, can't do the things that I used to do, you know, all these things are happening around me that are outside of my control. And that's true. And I think when things are out of our control, that can frustrate us tremendously. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so we feel this sense of frustration, this lack of traction, um, this inability to move life forward Mm. in the way that we knew it. Right. And, you know, I think, 
if we're going to make the last 60 days of this year the best 60 days of this year, uh, we're going to have to focus on what remains within our control. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the last 60 days of this year um, and in 2020 and in every year prior and in every day, every year in the future is, uh, that it's the holidays, you know, yeah. when we're moving into that holiday season. Yeah. And, you know, if we let it, it's going to be so easy to look back at prior years and go, Oh, we couldn't do this anymore. We couldn't play up to grandma's. We couldn't go here mm -hmm. or have this party or, you know, what have you, or, or everything is just so different. Mm -hmm. And that's true. We're yeah. going to have to accept the differences. We're going to have to accept the fact that the world is different. It's going to look different. We're going to get through this election cycle and, and who knows what, what it's going to look like politically and, you know, in the, in the, in society. Um, but there are some things that remain in our control um, that can that even though it's different, um, it can still be good and it can it, it maybe even be better. Yeah. Um, and one of the things is 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 just our, our 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 personal lives, you know. So let's start with our inner world. You mentioned that um, at the beginning of the episode. Um, you know, when things are out of control, it can be easy to let our thoughts get out of control. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, especially when that time of the month comes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Friends, you're with us. Um, yeah. all of a sudden you can just start like thinking your whole world is collapsing and yeah. it can feel that way. Yeah. Um, but it's not reality. It's true. You know? And for us, we have hope, um, that our, you know, what we can do and how we live our lives and like, the outcome of our lives isn't fully and totally and solely based on our own strength, right? Mm. It, it's it's founded in Christ and right. it's it's based on our faith, right? Um, and so when thoughts tend to start to get out of control, um, we can anchor those thoughts in God's word. Yeah, you know, we can go back to the scripture and really start to shape and define our inner world and. For all the things we're going to talk about today um, and making the last 60 days be the best 60 days of this year, um, it's going to take consistency. Hmm. It's going to take some daily habits of of really going into that like inner world, checking ourselves on those negative thoughts, on those things that feel out of control, on those emotions that are maybe trying to overtake us and really lining them up with God's word and finding anchoring them in and finding scripture, um, that really helps us, um, have the best 60 days of our life. Yeah. Okay. So practically, um, you know, one idea is, you know, um, if you haven't been consistently with journaling yeah, or, um, or maybe you haven't journaled in a long time, like yeah. that could be one way to start, make sure that habit you know, the next 60 days, like start that habit to get control of your thoughts, to, you know, check in on um, how you're feeling um, and surrender that um, to the Lord as well. And so that's one, one practical. Absolutely. Way. And I think one of the things about journaling, um, that is, it is such a powerful tool. Yeah. And um, if you don't do it, um, sometimes it's because people tend to put a lot of pressure on journaling. Like, am I supposed to write this really long thing? Am I supposed to just, what am I supposed to write? Mm. And I journal every single day. Um, and when I say a journal every single day, this is going to sound a little bit crazy, but I don't write something every single day. I write something most days. Mm -hmm. What I do is when I wake up in the morning, um, usually in the 
five o'clock hour. Um, I go and I make coffee first. I take that coffee to my desk and I sit there and I open up my journal. Um, and sometimes I write one line and sometimes I write the date and nothing else. <laughs> and sometimes I write um, a lot. And the thing about journaling that's so, so important mm. is that you don't have this like pressure filled lens of what it's supposed to look like. Mm. It really should just be an expression of what's happening on the inside, right? Mm. What you're worried about, what you're concerned about, maybe writing down a prayer, writing down a scripture. Um, but the key is consistent with consistency yeah. like you're doing, mm. uh, like you said. And, um, and yeah, I think journaling is something that it's just one of the most powerful things. And speaking of the scripture, that's what the Psalms are. Yeah. It's basically David's journal. Yeah. And how he just cried out to the Lord when he needed help. He celebrated when things were going good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that's definitely something that will help uh, ourselves and our listeners make the next 60 days amazing. Yeah. Yeah. The other one, you know, that comes to mind is, taking care of yourself physically. Yeah. You know, in a year like this, it's so easy to feel entitled to maybe let those eating habits slide, eating good Mm -hmm. eating habits slide. Um, You know, it's so easy to want to eat a bunch of comfort food, to stress eat, to um, maybe not stay focused on like working out and and doing so consistently because it can feel like there's so many things coming at us and against us that we just don't have the emotional energy to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the things I found about exercise is that, giving out energy actually gives me more energy. Um, that when I expend energy in a run or in like a, like strength training or working out, um, I actually get more energy back. Yeah. And, um, I think it's one of the things that can help our mindset be, um, the best that it can be. I always feel a hundred times better when I work out if I'm I'm not feeling the greatest, you know? Yeah. Definitely for me, I would say work now, I've not been consistent with it because I had a, um, I was trying a new job and that brought in a new schedule, um, and new energy. Yeah. Um, so, um, that's something that I look forward to bringing into practice. Um, yeah, I definitely wasn't even motivated before, I think. I didn't really have like a, like what I like, what I do is like I go on Instagram and then I like just find a couple fitness people that I follow and Mm. then do their workouts. But the issue with that for me, I was finding was that I was getting distracted doing my workout. Scrolling. Yeah. Because there's too many options. There's too many ways to do your biceps. There's too many ways to do your glutes. Right. You know? And so then I would just try to do, um, like, uh, something here, something there, something there. But then I'm like, that's not the only thing I want to work out today, you know? Yeah. And so, um, I don't know, as a friend, what would be your recommendation? <laughs> From a workout perspective. I mean, I, I honestly, I what think, do you do? I think the simpler, the better. Hmm. And I think it depends on how you feel personally. So here's an example. I went through a period of time like six months ago where I was so tired at like five or six o'clock in the afternoon that I was literally like falling asleep. I was like, my whole body was like shutting down. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
the the like your mind says oh well you need more sleep and that may have been true right that may have been true because <laughs> my toddler was waking up at all hours of the night and mm. I wasn't getting consistent sleep but more sleep wasn't an option mm. um so what I did was I started running consistently and in the evening mm-hmm, and with him so mm-hmm. I would just throw him in a stroller give him you know water a pouch or a little snack or whatever and he loved it he loved the speed of the run um but I actually had to give out energy to get more energy and I instantaneously started feeling better and so my thing about the workouts um and this actually raises another point um in order to make the next 60 days amazing um, that you brought up with Instagram is eliminating distraction. But we'll talk about that in just a second. Yeah. Um, so for working out, I would say the simpler, the better. We overcomplicate our workout routines. We overcomplicate exercise. And then it keeps us, it prevents us from actually moving forward into um, the, the healthy feeling and energy and everything that we actually want. Right. And having that undivided attention time which yes. that could be a whole that could be actually something an, else <laughs> absolutely an entire yeah. extra episode but I think that um we just we just sensationalize and commercialize and overcomplicate working out all the time when the truth is um 15 minutes of running is a thousand times better than um no minutes of the most sophisticated workout on YouTube that you, you know what I mean? That's true. And so, um, Mm -hmm. the simpler, the better. And I would say walking too. Oh yeah. Do not underestimate walking. Like to me, you know, a lot of times I'm like, if I'm not, if I'm not sweating, nothing's happening kind of thing. Not true. Um, which is not true. Like, I mean, I haven't done my personal extensive research or anything but I've been hearing that walking you know from nurses and all that like walking is actually um really 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 healthy for anyone no matter what age you are yeah um and it helps with longevity as well absolutely Um, and walking takes you know walking two miles or hiking two miles versus running two miles. Obviously it's a different kind of endurance, but it's still endurance. Right. And, um, you know, the importance I would say too, of getting into nature, like whether you're walking at the beach or find a park here, you know, because we're in Florida, it gets so hot. So you need to find those cloudy days or, you know, go super early in the morning or in the evening. Yeah. And walking in nature is such a, it's so therapeutic. I don't. I don't even know. It reframes your mindset. It it grounds like, you. Absolutely. There are so many benefits to like like exposure to sun. Obviously, not in an unsafe way. Mm-hmm. You know, wear your sunscreen, wear your hat, whatever. But just that vitamin D um, and that sunlight. It just it just makes such a difference. And so, um, as we said, you know, the supportive foundation for everything we're talking about is consistency. Mm -hmm. And so it's carving out some time, being intentional about it, take care of your body, watch what you're eating. Um, make sure you're drinking plenty of water and, and, and everybody can do something for 60 days. And so hopefully 
you're hearing something on the podcast today that you can grab and apply for the next 60 days. Yeah. Um, the other one I was going to mention, and you kind of brought this up with the Instagram thing is eliminating distraction. I think we're going to make the best, the last 60 days of this year, the best 60 days of this year. Um, why not go on a social media detox? Maybe, mm. maybe it's for like one day a week. Maybe it's for, you know, the last 60 days, maybe it's for 10 days, you know, whatever it is. Um, what if you took, some time to eliminate the things that are distracting you from your work, from your family, from your kids, from maybe your spiritual practice, mm-hmm. your physical um, fitness and that type of thing. And and what if over the next 60 days you were more focused on what you really want out of life than spending a lot of time scrolling and um, mm-hmm. watching other people live their lives? Yeah. So that's, um, that's the question. What, or what you said, what you really want out of your life. Yeah. And I think we should talk about that a little bit more because, you know, when we are on social media and we're watching other people live their lives, essentially the highlight parts of their lives. Right. Um, you know, what is it, you know, sometimes Holy Spirit will ask me this. What is it you're looking for if I'm on mm, social media? That's good. Um, or if I'm scrolling, you know, on Netflix and I'm like, you know, I can't decide what to watch, you know, like Holy Spirit will ask me, what are you looking for? That's good. And so I think that's a great question, you know, to ask, what are you looking for? What are we looking for for the rest of the year? You know, and I I would say one of the things I'm looking for is a joyful heart. Um, You know, I read in Proverbs that a joyful heart is good medicine. That's good. And so, um, that's, that's one of the things that I'm looking for, a joyful heart. That's um, so good. I don't know. Yeah. How, how you want to answer that question? What yeah. are you looking for for the rest of the year? You know, I'm looking for the last 60 days to be the last 60 days. And I know, <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, I know, yeah, I know yeah. we talked about that. No, it, keep saying it, it over and over um, because we're going to make it a declaration it is. by the end of this episode. It is. And it, this is like the 60-day challenge. Like we're issuing the 60-day <laughs> challenge. You might listen to this after the 60 days have passed, but you can, whatever day you listen to this, you can take 60 days and take it reframe your life so if you listen to it on like november 15th or january 1st or january 30th whatever um what am i looking for you know i i think you know what what's so interesting about what you said gabby is you said you're looking for a joyful heart that that's such a fundamental statement Mm -hmm. you didn't say i'm looking for more money i'm looking for my business to blow up i'm looking for um you know a house um, I'm looking for, you know, a new wardrobe or whatever. You're, you're looking for something that's so fundamental to mm-hmm. each and every person. And, um, and I would agree and say within that idea of a joyful heart, I'm looking for um, sustainable satisfaction. I'm, I'm looking for like contentment that lasts Mm. that, 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 that I don't, I'm not constantly having to refill in my heart, um, after three or four days. And I'm finding that the distractions that we're talking about drain me of the contentment and satisfaction that I already have. Mm. Um, everything that I need, I believe everything that I need for that joyful heart and for that satisfaction, I actually already have. Right. I already have it. That's that right there is a wisdom nugget. (laughs) So everything 
Okay, wait. How did you say that again? Everything that I need to have a joyful heart and to have that satisfaction in my soul, that sustainable satisfaction or contentment, as we call it, um, I already have it. You know, it's already there. Wow. Um, That is so good. There's a meme actually going around that says the key to having, what is it? The key to having everything in life or the key to having it all is believing you already do. Mm. Um, and you do. I do. I do. Why? How do I know that? Well, well, well maybe I don't have like every single thing that right. I want, but I have enough to be satisfied. I have enough to be content. Mm. And if I can focus on those things and bring gratitude to those things and turn my attention only to those things and eliminate the distractions, um, I can really live in this place of the abundance that already exists. Yeah. That's so good. And abundance already exists. Then it is from living out of a place of abundance um, that I enjoy every day, that I touch the people around me in a positive way, that I um, am living from fullness and not for fullness. And you sort of mentioned that scrolling Netflix, scrolling Instagram, like, what are you looking for? You know, that question, what are you looking for? Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Oh my gosh. And something else that I was thinking about too, you know, um, you know, uh, you said, so we've been talking about um, getting rid of distraction or eliminating distraction. Yes. Um, distraction is subtraction. Distraction is subtraction. <laughs> it is. It just is. It's yeah. subtracting from, from your the, life, from the song right. of, you which, know. you know, several things, what may be distracting to one person is not distracting to another. Absolutely. Like for example, for me, um, uh, well, Netflix can be a distraction, Maybe it's a distraction for everybody. Maybe there's, I don't know, but sometimes it can be a distraction because, you know, those moments where you're bored or those moments where you want to do, you want to relax, you know, my go-to is uh, Netflix and chill, you know, not in, well, you know, I'm married, so whatever. Um, (laughs) But, um, (laughs) but, you know, like that's a go-to there's, Which can be a distraction. So maybe sometimes, you know, what what is your go-to and is that a distraction? Absolutely. And I, I that it's different for everybody yeah. because there are some, there is a place for, like, there's a lot of really interesting things on Netflix and not everything has to be educational. There's something, if that is how you rest um, at times, then that's perfectly yeah. good. Like, there's nothing wrong with that social media can be healthy. Like if, if, if a person is healthy, then social media, they can utilize social media in a healthy way. I do think that's more of the exception than the rule. Um, I think that, um, but so, and something that wasn't, that was perfectly healthy in a former season can be a distraction in the next season. You know what Mm. I mean? So like for me, Netflix as an example, I actually wrote in my journal to, day that um I am actually going to take the hours after Hudson goes to bed and I'm not going to enjoy not not that I'm not going to enjoy I am going to enjoy but I'm not going to watch Netflix Mm -hmm. um and that's not that's just me that that, that's that's not for anybody else I'm thinking about it in my head but I'll let you know friend if I decide to do it and I mean how it looks like for me I made a list of 
uh, some things that I could and maybe should be doing that I would actually enjoy the outcome a little bit more. And that's just for this season. Right. I know that 60 days. whenever that time changes and I go, you know what, it's okay for you. Like go like watch like six episodes of the office and like enjoy, like mm-hmm. it's just, it's just, and it was for mm-hmm. a long time, but it's just not for now. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, as you're journaling, yeah, you can um, write it down. We need you need to write it down. You do. You need to write it down. So write it down. Um, something else that I was thinking about too to make the next sixty days the best, and you kind of mentioned it um, prior is gratitude and thankfulness. Mm. Obviously, Thanksgiving is coming up, and yeah. um, so you know, I know you mentioned being intentional around the holidays Mm -hmm. and so um thanksgiving like how can we practice that for the next 60 days you know to make the best year you know i think and we talked about this on an earlier episode but i think that um one of the most important things for anybody to do if they are going to have that joyful heart gratitude and satisfaction on the inside um is to eliminate the expectations set by society you know, that, that, that the commercials with, you know, you know, 15 people around the table and mm-hmm. everyone's grandma and grandpa are there and whatever, that is not everybody's reality. Right. Yeah. And so really like detaching from society's expectations that they place on your holidays and really being like, whatever my family looks like and is, is great. And yeah. I'm thankful for it. Yeah. I'm thankful for my spouse. I'm thankful for my son. I'm thankful for my brothers and sisters. I'm thankful for whatever it is that I have, you know, I'm going to be thankful for it. Yeah. And I'm going to live in that place of abundance. And that, and so I, I think it, it first, it's that. Mm-hmm. Then I think the next step is doing some intentional planning and trying to do some things that are a little bit outside of the box mm. of what you and your family have done in the past. So for example, Um, or maybe borrowing some things from prior years that you really enjoyed and making an intentional plan to do some of those things. So for me, one of the things that I really enjoy and have had some good experiences with over the years is, um, going out to dinner around the holidays. I really, we don't go out to eat a ton. We don't, you know, do anything like that, but I'm planning to, you know, have a babysitter, um, Ben and I, maybe another couple go to like a nice restaurant and go out and feel like it's an elevated holiday experience. Now we're not going to go on a holiday, but we'll go like right before like Mm -hmm. Wednesday or Tuesday night before Thanksgiving or something like that. And it just set starts to set the tone for that holiday week. And so Mm -hmm. then say like on that Wednesday before, um, Thanksgiving, I'll make a plan um, to, I actually bought Hudson a Thanksgiving book. It's like a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving book. (laughs) So we're going to read that together. Um, One of the things that I did last year um, with a gathering of friends was I read the um, letter or the proclamation that uh, Abraham Lincoln, who was, who actually instituted uh, Thanksgiving wrote about what we are to be thankful for. Hmm. Maybe you could create a new tradition with your family where before dinner on Thursday, Thanksgiving, you everybody goes around and shares something that they're thankful for. I think these intentional touches that don't cost anything right. in most cases yeah. um, 
I think that they just make things feel more special, mm. you know, and when things feel more special, people feel more cared for. When people feel more cared for, they just, they sense that love and those bonds that make family. Mm-hmm. And then when they sense that, you know, it's just a better experience for everyone. Yeah. And so, um, you know, that's, that's Thanksgiving. And, and that's one of the ways I'm going to show my gratitude to my family is, is through intentionality and letting them know what they mean to me through special things. Yeah. That's good. Like, um, figuring out, um, how to show gratitude. Yeah. I think that's important. You know, like, um, that, that's where I would say, like, instead of just writing it down on your journal, like, thank thank you for this day, la, la, la. Yeah. Like going out of your way to show that you're thankful is really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. And I Getting think ideas in my head. Good. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad. Yeah. Do them. And and for the listeners out there, like if an idea pops into your heart or your head, don't let it pass you by. Like grab it, write it down, and then do it. And even if your family feels a little bit awkward or a little bit different or a little bit whatever, they're gonna love it. And yeah. and a lot of times, like uh, we we avoid trying to you know, put something new out there because we're afraid our family will like reject it or laugh at it or be like, Oh, this is weird or whatever. But the truth is that everybody wants to feel cared for. And if you express that new tradition or that new idea as a way that, Hey, this is how I'm showing I'm caring for your, for you, for us as a family. Um, no one's going to be, you know, yeah. Feel too awkward for that. And that kind of ties in with this next, um, idea you know talk about thankfulness celebrate and you know I think a lot of people would look at a year like this and they would go well you know how do I celebrate this how 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 can we celebrate um what are we actually celebrating and in years past you know I think that the like there's a difference between like celebrating because it's December and celebrating like a real victory. Hmm. And if all of us are here um, in December of 2020, and the truth is that we've all made it through something difficult. And I think that that is something to celebrate that we're we're celebrating that, wow, we've overcome, even if it's been hard, even if there's been some dark days, even if there's been some like really scary moments, um, you're here. Yeah. And you're alive and you're breathing and, and you have, some people, you have someone, um, celebrating the small things, um, make them actually into big things. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's what I would say is, um, finding something to celebrate and then celebrating the heck out of it, honestly. And, uh, really like capping off this year in a way that, you know, is, is better than you thought. Cause that's the whole idea between that's the whole idea about making the last 60 days of this year, the best 60 days of this year is what I'm really saying is I'm taking it back. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, um, find a way to make November and December the best, um, 60 days of this year for me. And, yeah. and that, and nothing that we talked about, um, are things that are, you know, like 
have to do with like the government or COVID or what happens with all of that. It, it's all things that are within my control that improve the quality of my day-to-day life. Yeah. And so um, I just encourage everybody, if you've been derailed, if you've been discouraged, if you've been, um, you know, if you've had difficulty um, maintaining consistency with any of the things that we've talked about today, this is the time. Yeah. Just try it. And maybe you're not at your full strength of what you used to do or what you did, you know, at the beginning of the year. That's okay. Yeah. Try something. Yeah. Celebrate something. Celebrate someone. Mm. Um, celebrate a victory. Um, and I guarantee it will make this next 60 days better. And, you know, uh, one of the things we love here at Hey Friend is hearing from our friends, our listeners. Yeah. Um, and we would love to hear some of the ways that you decided to make um, whatever your next 60 days is from the time you listen to this podcast. Would you DM us on Instagram and would you let us know, like, maybe some of the ideas you had? Yeah. Yeah to celebrate people, to be more consistent in some routine in your life, to build a habit, to maybe um, break a habit, whatever it is, we want to hear from you because you're a friend and we love you and we care about you and we want to hear about what's going on in your life. Yeah. And like a friend, you know, we get ideas from each other. We get wisdom from each other. We get advice from each other. And so we also want to hear from you. Totally. I'm sure we're going to learn from you too.